The question posed today is I am painfully aware of my weaknesses and strive to remove them but fail repeatedly because of lack of will power. What is the way to grow my will power? Look, willpower is one of the crowning virtues of one's personality. It is what enables you to do the right thing, no matter how difficult. When you unleash the force of willpower within you, you will become literally unstoppable in life. So prioritize developing your self-discipline. But first, deepen your understanding of it. Willpower has three aspects to it. I want, I will, and I want. The first one, when the tongue, belly, the senses, the mind are screaming for gratification, I want this, the ability to deny them and say, I won't is the first aspect. But that in itself is not enough. Procrastinators are experts in saying, I won't do what is necessary, I'll put it off till tomorrow. So the second aspect then is, I will do the necessary thing, even though it is unpleasant and there are distractions without putting it off for the future. But to do what you need to do and leave undone what you do not wish to do. A third force is also required and that is I want awareness of your higher goal and purpose. I want is what motivates you into the other two aspects. One student in one of my life transformation programs came to me with a willpower challenge. His problem was that he would sleep too late at night. So when he arrived in office, he would have residual sleep and he would then drag his way through the office work, sometimes embarrassingly nodding off to sleep in meetings. And this would create a lot of misery within. So when he returned from office, he would fulfill the void by engaging in binge eating and internet surfing. This would continue till late at night. So the pattern would repeat itself from day to day. Now, in striving to discipline himself, he would repeatedly try to break the pattern by going to sleep early but fail. I then asked him that what keeps you up? He said, Swamiji, I start thinking there may be important messages in my email. I need to check my WhatsApp again before I go to sleep, etc. I then said to him, 
your problem is more of I won't. So now you just decide I won't do any of these after 8 p.m. When he practiced that, he was very easily able to say, I will go to sleep early. And with a full night's sleep, he would have a proper day's work in the office and with less frustration within, he was more able to stay away from the vices of binge eating and mindless internet surfing. So all three aspects must be borne in mind. And these come from a brain part, which is the prefrontal cortex. Awareness of this part's functions in the body came through one of the most famous case studies in all of psychology, of Phineas Gage. He was a foreman in a railroad construction company and the favorite of his employers, his doctor, John Harlow, called him a man of iron mine and iron frame. However, Phineas Gage had a painful accident when a premature explosion resulted in the prefrontal lobe of his brain being removed. Pitiable as it was, the consequences were that when he came back to work after recovering from the injury, people saw he was no longer the same person. He had lost the ability to control his lower urges and he would engage in profanities, etc. This case study enabled psychologists to realize that willpower, which utilizes the prefrontal lobes, behaves very much like a muscle. One German researcher, Roger Boymester, he did this experiment. He divided a class of students into two parts. In the first part, the students would be taken into a room where there would be bland radishes and tasteful aromatic cookies. They would be instructed, don't eat the cookies. And then they would be taken to a place where they would have to face a willpower challenge. Now, this willpower challenge was an unsolvable problem. They were unaware that it's unsolvable. And they would keep working at it and give up on the average after seven minutes. Second half of the class would be taken into another room where the cookies were freely available and the students were told, indulge as you wish. Having eaten those tasteful cookies, they would then be brought for the willpower challenge. And on the average, they would continue trying to solve it for 20 minutes and then give up. Roger Boymester then concluded that the first group was expending the willpower muscle and resisting the cookies. And that was the reason they had less of it when they came to solve the puzzle. 
Now this analogy of the willpower as a mental muscle leads to a corollary. In the morning when you wake up, your full willpower is intact. And that is the time to do difficult tasks such as meditation, working on your project which you need to present to your company board, writing a book, studying for the upcoming exam. Through the day, the willpower keeps getting expended as you need to exert it again and again. And by night time, it is now very low. That is why people find that they are vulnerable to vices at night. Now this also has a second corollary. When husband and wife both have difficult professions, they are expending their willpower all day long. And at night when they interact, they don't have the inner strength to tolerate bad behaviors, etc. from their partner. And that is why fights break out. On the other hand, if either of them is a homemaker, they have kept their willpower muscle intact through the day. And in the evening when they interact, if one engages in rough behavior, the other tolerates. Hence, such marriages are less vulnerable to disharmony. Further, when we understand the willpower as a muscle, we now realize the ways to grow it. Just as you would grow your physical muscle by exerting it. In the science of physical training, they explain, exert yourself beyond the pain level until the muscle breaks. These are called micro tears. But there's nothing to worry. Because if you take sufficient nutrition, 48 hours later, the muscle has joined back stronger than before. Hence, by exerting the muscles, you grow them. And if you stop exerting, they are subject to atrophy. Use it or lose it is the very simple principle. Those who have ever had a wrist fracture and the wrist was put into a cast for three weeks, when the cast was removed, they found the wrist was frozen. Just three weeks of lack of motion resulted in the freezing of the joint. Now physiotherapy is required for many months to bring the motion back. Likewise, the muscle of willpower needs to be exerted. Every time you know something is right, but you don't do it. You know something is a low-value activity, but you say yes to it. You are weakening your self-discipline. And on the reverse, every time you say no to the low-value activity and yes to the high-value activity, you are strengthening your willpower muscle. One little delta at a time you can grow it.
And one of the most powerful exercises for growing it is meditation. Let me read about it to you from my latest book, Questions You Always Wanted to Ask. One of the best exercises for the self-control muscle is meditation. It entails restraining the mind from pleasure-seeking thoughts and weaning it back to aspired ones. Hence, meditation is a powerful workout for your willpower muscle. Neurological research has revealed that a mere one hour of meditation, when practiced for a month, can radically change the configuration of your brain. Neuroscientists have discovered that when you ask the brain to meditate, it gets better, not just at meditating, but at a wide range of self-control skills, including attention, focus, stress management, impulse control, and self-awareness. People who meditate regularly aren't just better at these things. Over time, their brains become finely tuned willpower machines.